0: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You don't have to
1: say anything and you don't have to do
0: anything. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Go ahead,
2: make my day.
0: And now, the host of the longest-running fight
2: show in history. I just have a different constitution. I have a different brain. I have a different heart. I have a different, you know, I like get talking blood, man.
3: Ladies and gentlemen... There's a million bucks riding on my back. If I don't fight, I
0: don't get a dime. Pedro Fernandez.
4: Damos y caballeros, bienvenidos. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves and soon to be 30 years now. History's longest boxing show. Of course, fight show. We talk boxing and mixed martial arts. This first hour, we're going to delve into the world of boxing. Hour number two, we're talking mixed martial arts right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Coming up... The ex-godfather of the HBO crew, Larry Merchant, will discuss why he pulled a Floyd cut last night. That's right, he boycotted the Floyd-Mayweather fight. And why not? It was the uh, uneventful situation that I thought it would be. Remember, I said it was like painting a fence, and that's exactly what it was. Mayweather took over where he left off in May. In other words, painted Medina with jabs, out him, move him around the ring. I think the most uh, eventful situation Uh, thing in this entire 12-round fight was a possibility that Medina might have bit Floyd Mayweather on the hand, believe it or not, through his boxing glove. But outside of that, the fight was uneventful. Straight up, a 12-round route. Mayweather won going away. It wasn't something you want to write home about, but now Mayweather has a choice. Either he fights Manny Pacquiao, or he fights Amir Khan. That's probably what it's boiled down to. But the only fight out there for him, really, the challenge? Kel Brook. But Kel Brook got stabbed this week. Of course, he WBA, taking back, the IBF welterweight guy. He got stabbed. I mean, what's he doing? got stabbed, not not for the first time, the third time in like six years. Twice in his homeland of the U.K. and now in Spain. What does that tell you about the guy? Gets stabbed three times. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Next up, the godfather of the boxing world. I'm talking about Larry Merchant on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs>
5: Are you concerned about the effect bug-repellent chemicals have on your family's health? Now there's Cedarside, an organic bug spray. Cedarside carries a suite of pest control products made from all-natural cedar oil. They kill and repel a variety of bugs, yet they're not at all harmful to people, pets, or the environment. To order, go to Cedarside.com or call 800-842-1464. 800-842-1464. CedarSide. Effective pest control that's safe for people, pets, and premises.
6: Hello, you have reached Easy Office Phone. If you know the extension of the person you are calling, please press 1 now. For features like unlimited North American calling, voicemail to email, and web-based control, press 2 now. If you are calling for a free month of service and $25 off new Panasonic handsets, press 3 now. To speak with an Easy Office Phone agent about cloud-based business phone service, call 866-671-0111. That's 866-671-0111. Or visit easyofficephone.com. It's late. Your baby is flushed and congested. Do you go to the emergency room, page your doctor, hoping you hear back? No. You're out of refills and your doctor can't see you for two weeks. Do you go without? No. You've broken out in itchy hives and are running a fever, but you're traveling in miles from home. Do you suffer through it? No. You sign up with Doc On Call to make sure it doesn't happen again. Doc On Call will give you immediate access to board certified physicians and registered nurses day or night with one on one video or phone consultations. All consultations are Completely confidential and records are immediately transmitted to your physician. Doc On Call is a great backup plan because it allows you to contact a doctor on a moment's notice. Now you can get convenient personal, professional medical care whenever you need it. Call now to get started and have a doctor always on call for less than a dollar a day. With Doc On Call, your appointment is when you say it is. Call now. 1 800 996 7722. Now that's 1 800 996 7722. 1 800 996 7722.
7: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. When it's lights,
4: camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. I'm just normal. Spend time with my children. The question is, are Floyd Mayweather fights entertaining? I mean, when's the last time you've been Thrilled by Floyd Mayweather, one of Mayweather's uh, (laughs) biggest fans on the line from Southern California. Talk about the ex-HBO Godfather, still the most prolific man as far as televised boxing sir for the the past quarter century. Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, how are you, sir? I'm good, uh, Pedro. Is, is it is it time to Floyd cot? Is it finally time to just put up a Floyd cut and say we don't want to see him fight anybody, anybody until he either fights like Pacquiao or like a Janati Golovkin? In other words, some type of at least for some, some something in somebody's mind that they foresee as a possible challenge.
3: You know, um you and I may be um over-educated in boxing <laughs> or 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 maybe that's jaded. Um because we go back to a time when the economics of boxing uh... helped to dictate who would fight who and in that time the, the top fighters would make the most money by fighting each other um, you know so it goes um, maidana did have the kind of of wild uh, passionate style that gave mayweather more problems um, than he had uh, previously known for a good time, good while in the first fight. There was nobody else to fight in the rematch, and we sort of got the fight uh, we expected, apparently.
4: Well, Larry, look at that, and look at the undercard, Leo Santa Cruz KO2 over some guy that's not even ranked, Manuel Roman, um, six KOs in 1720 um, fights. You know, I mean,
3: undercards under under of these big events now are just used, to sell future fights, um, I think they're there, there was to fill a time, time. When the undercard helped to give you a good night at the fights, in case the main event proved to be a dud, not living up to expectations. Mm-hmm. We, we've heard on many occasions uh, Floyd Mayweather saying how exciting this fight is going to be and how entertaining he is and how people want to come to see him well he's got it right people do come to see him uh, but for the most part the entertainment ends when the first bell rings
4: Is he, in a sense is he pulling off a, uh, a bigot of a con here because yeah. you know, I think the he boxers, is you know a boxer's are, in a sense,
3: con artists with gloves, um, unlike fighters, who are two different animals. Uh, uh, Gene Tunney famously said, I'm the boxer, Dempsey's the fighter. And that's how I look at um, prize fighters still. Hmm. Although I don't go back <laughs> to Gene Tunney and Jack Dempsey.
4: Okay, Larry Hazard back in charge of the uh New uh, uh New Jersey State Athletic Commission. I think that's a good thing. What do you think? Um well, you're you're
3: telling me some news I didn't know. Um and I think Hazard was uh a a, a good commissioner. Uh he had been a, a referee and sitting at ringside. Uh he had the uh experience and the the will to impose himself in some occasions uh, on a fight, and usually for the better.
4: Yeah, Larry, one time um, uh, Tommy Morrison was fighting Ray Mercer, and he was getting lit up. And I had just seen a guy die in the ring like a couple of months earlier. So I ran from my ringside seat, ran up to the ring, and yelled across the ring, Larry, stop the fight, stop the fight! And Larry jumped up, and he stopped the fight. Remember Tony Perez was a referee? Remember that one? Uh, I remember the fight. I don't remember you, but I'll uh, congratulate you now. In hindsight. <laughs> well, you know, you just can. When the Grim Reaper is circling the ring and nobody seems to realize it but you, you got to say something. Well, we've
3: done. I've often done that on air. Yeah. That it's time to stop this. Uh, that the guy who's getting whipped doesn't look like he has anything to turn the event around, and in that case. It, it, today, even we get spectators, uh, fans, who who uh, want to close their eyes and, and are hoping it's over. Uh, by the way, um, from what I've heard, uh, I did not see the fight last night and having a fairly good idea of how it was going to go, but also having other social obligations, um, um, that the referee really imposed himself, Uh, on that fight uh, in the sense that uh, he was determined to break up uh, inside fighting before it uh, became really real inside
4: fighting. So something that Bob Bob Spagnolo, the manager from Texas, brought up yesterday. He brought that up pre-fight.
3: Yeah, well, um, uh, a, a referee can influence how a fight goes if he doesn't let fighters fight on the inside, there is a fine line between um, holding excessively and mauling and and um, real inside fighting in which at least one hand is free. Yep. And, and that was the only chance that Madonna uh, had to impose himself on, the, on Mayweather. And... Um, Apparently, they didn't let him do it.
4: You, you know, uh, I still like the style of Carlos Padilla. You remember the first Leonard Duran fight when he just slapped the gloves away from these guys when they were holding? He would slap that, that holding hand away, and there was another hand free they could punch. I mean, I like Padilla when he let the, the shorter guy work inside. A lot of these these uh, today's referees seem to be inclined to, to break things apart. Well, real... you
3: know, again, it's it's, it's it's the referee's judgment. If, if uh, a fighter has a style and a uh, uh, strategy of holding all night long the way the great John Ruiz d- used to have. <laughs>
4: Johnny Ruiz. <Louise. Yeah>, right? <laughs>
3: and uh, then you want the referee to, to break it up and even to penalize a guy who uh, who's using that strategy or tactic um, in the fight, but um, sometimes uh, they they don't let them fight inside. It's uh, partially a lost art, and uh, that fine line between too much clinching and just hard-nosed mauling on the inside is uh, is something that uh, uh, slips by.
4: Okay. Last night's fight was pretty predictable. I did a story last week at com where I used a picture of a man being blindfolded, picking last week's fights on Showtime I and mean, picking them correctly. Um, Broner was a, it was, I mean, all three of these guys were in, in out fights. I mean, and then last night was an out fight, an 8-to-1 fight. So that's like an entire card last night of, of mismatches. And then we had the mismatches last fight. Miss-
3: uh, too many fights
4: today. Maybe
3: even a preponderance of fights today are showcases in one in one form or another. They're fights that are supposed to lead to fights, um, instead of fights. And because somebody has a title, um, a marquee name, they're sold on that basis to largely to um, fans that may not be. As sophisticated um, as we like today, and they buy into it. Now, look. Sometimes a guy is so good that no matter who he fights, it's a mismatch. Okay. Is there that Mayweather? Don't. You can't stop
4: him from fighting. Okay. So, is that the case with Mayweather? He just doesn't have anybody to fight, or is he just doesn't want to fight anybody? What's the story on that?
3: Well, it's, it's been a, a combination of both. Both his style. He's, you know, he's this. Brilliant genius, uh, defensive wizard, um, and a guy who is highly dedicated. I think and in, in, in shape, and can uh, impose his style on on, on almost anybody. Uh, you know the old story of good pitching beats good good hitting, good defense usually beats good offense. Um, uh, so that that's that that's his style. But also uh, there's plenty of uh, a substantial record that shows that he wasn't interested in fighting the, the best fighters when they were at their best, only after they uh, uh, passed, were past their primes. But he's, he's been uh, 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 brilliant at matchmaking himself and uh, making it seem as though uh, undefeated is... is uh,
4: All that and more?
3: is, is uh, uh, you know, something that uh, the gods will appreciate. I mean, uh, um, um, so it be, you know, so it goes. Look, he's the highest-paid athlete in the world. Somebody's watching him. Um, and there are people who, who are thrilled by his uh, um, defensive tactics.
4: Okay, but, Larry, but long after you and I leave this planet, historians will look back at this era of boxing and say, well, he wasn't all that. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Anyway, best of luck. To you have a good Sunday. Say hello to the godmother for me. I love you. Thank you for your time. Oh, Godfather Larry Merchant, folks. So proud of that man, a Hall of Famer, both coasts, former Philadelphia journalist. Man, Larry's done it all. Godfather. Woo! godfather of soul. The godfather of boxing. Larry Merchant. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A little JB to the break. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and the American Forces Network.
8: Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free, confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063.
7: Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free
1: There's only one
0: Mayweather There's only one Mayweather He talks the talk and he walks the walk Walking to the money land Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass Little
4: John Wayne music there I'm not trying to imply anything with um, Floyd Mayweather, but, you know, Floyd just doesn't deliver. If Floyd was the mailman, you'd be waiting on that check you were supposed to get six months ago for a long, long time. It just wouldn't be delivered. He does not deliver. Yes, he delivers wins as far as the Floyd Mayweather resume is concerned. But, you know, outside of the, I think it was towards the end of the third round last night when Marcos Medina... Crack Mayweather with a couple of shots, one to the body and one to the head. Outside of that, yeah, you know, Mayweather was like painting a fence. Give him a brush. The fence stands in front of him. He paints up and down, sideways. I mean, that's what it was. It was like a paint job, just like I told you it would be. That's why I wasn't that into the fight. I only saw clips of the fight last night. I didn't even want to watch the whole thing. I watched it and walked away. It was sort of like I needed Viagra, pay-per-view Viagra, boxing Viagra to get up to watch this. And I couldn't get up to watch it. I wasn't all that interested. I was watching it for free. I wasn't paying for it. And I was like, who cares? You know, one of the sports bars that I frequent here in the San Francisco Bay Area, they decided they weren't going to throw the fight. They said, you know, we saw we had the first fight. It wasn't all that good. And, you know, I mean, they realized that these are boxing purists. I mean, some of the fanatical folks out there, the Mayweather followers, the folks that drink that Kool-Aid, that money Kool-Aid, um, you think that, you know, he, he's the second coming of God. He's not Muhammad Ali. He's not Roberto Duran. He's not Sugar Ray Leonard. He's not, uh, 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 Tommy Hearns. The last three guys who would have licked him like stamps. He just, he couldn't have held up against any of the great guys of the era. This is a weak era right now. This is a weak era as far as the walked to where it's concerned, or at least Mayweather has conned people in the thick of that. Cause like Larry Merchant said in the prior segment here on ring talk live What, he said, um, you know Mayweather hasn't fought the best guys when they were at their best. He didn't want to fight Antonio Margarito, who turned down four million bucks and left top rank for that. About what eight ten years ago, he didn't want to fight Margarito when Margarito was at his best, or was at least probably using those those uh, hand uh, casts, those plaster of Paris pads he was putting in there. He got caught for that Mosley fight, and, of course, suspended. Um, but he didn't want to fight, uh, Margarita's best. I mean, he, he had problems, problems fighting Manny Pacquiao, and Manny Pacquiao had problems fighting him. Of course, they're going to fight in 2015 probably because it's, it's the only fight out there. I mean, you know, Amir Khan, yeah, but Amir, Amir, you've got great skills. You're tall, you got, you know, a bit lanky, you can punch just a little bit. I think you've got a decent shot with Mayweather. I think you've got the ability to stand in there and hang with him, throw combinations, things like that. But, Mayweather's not going to let you do that. I don't think it's going to be an American fight. I think it'll be Manny Pacquiao in May. Manny Pacquiao, uh, should Manny Pacquiao get by? Chris Algieri, who's undefeated in the live underdog on November 22nd when they clash at 147 pounds or less for the WBO title in Macau. That'll be on HBO pay-per-view. But Mayweather was a winner last night. No big thing. 116, 111, I think, twice on the scorecards, and 115, 112, somewhere else. And, you know, it. it he, he ran the last round, gave away the 12th round. It wasn't one of the um, stellar moments in Floyd Mayweather's career. It wasn't a stellar moment in anybody's career. It just wasn't. Maybe the MGM Grand made money last night, you know, when they had those people like Jamie Foxx and the Hollywood stars turning out to see Mayweather. All I can say is, God, you guys have been hoodwinked. I mean, I, I went to see Roberto Duran. And Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes and Lennox Lewis and, and, and to a lesser extent, Camacho and Chavez and, and people like that and Mancini. I mean, they wanted to deliver entertainment. They wanted to win, but they wanted to entertain people as well. And Mayweather, all he does is talk about entertaining people. He talked about it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to knock him out. Come on. Like Larry says, the excitement ends when the bell rings. That's just the way it is. Mayweather now 47-0. 26 Kales, Mr. Medina, double M from Argentina now, 34 and what, 5, 31 Kales, big puncher. But (laughs) you can't hit what you don't see. And I think that the Mayweather speed last night was just too much, as it was in the first fight. And just like I told you, listen to the master. It was the same thing as the last fight, that the latter part of the last fight, Mayweather was in gear. He just picked up where he left off. That's all. Painting that fence. And he painted that fence Pretty convincing last night to defend the World Welterweight 147-pound championship. Now, who's out there for Mayweather to fight? Kel Brook, 32-0, 22 KOs. Just beat up Sean Porter a few weeks ago on Showtime, man, from the uh, StubHub Center out there in Carson, California. Way to go, Kel! Except this week, he got stabbed. That's right, stabbed in the leg. It's not the first time he's been stabbed. He's been stabbed, get this, not once, not twice, but thrice three times he's been stabbed three times twice at home in the united kingdom and then once while on vacation a week ago in uh, spain i mean what does that tell you about the guy if he's getting shanked come on nobody gets shanked three times nobody come on that's like getting hit by a bus it's like getting hit by a bus three different times what are the chances of that yeah, that's what i said it's just like getting stabbed same thing but kelbrook kelbrook could be a a uh, real good challenger for Mayweather. Give him a couple of fights. I think he will whoop Mayweather straight up. I think he is probably the better welterweight at this point in time as far as talent and mileage on the body is concerned. But Mayweather, he's uh, probably going to fight Manny Pacquiao because that's an easy fight for him. Look for that to happen in 2015. Uh, Leo Santa Cruz went to 28-0 and uh, 0 with a second-round KO over a hobo by the name of Manuel Roman. 17-2 with uh, three draws and six KOs. Man, inferior opposition. Um, uh, what can I say? When you fight bums, you're supposed to put them away. And Santa Cruz put him away, but it wasn't a fight in which you want to put uh, a pay-per-view dollar next to you. Yeah, that fight was worth watching. Yeah, that fight was a good setup for the Mayweather fight. Come on, it wasn't. The undercard was terrible. Triple uh, A. I'm talking about average Alfredo Angulo. Guess what? He uh, got decked last night in round two by a guy by the name of James De La Rosa, an upstart. Came in unheard of. 23 and uh, uh, 22 and 3, now 23 and 3, 13 KOs. Uh, decked Angulo in the second round. Angulo lost a point for a low bow later in the fight, and it was a big upset on the uh, on the scorecards as he won 98 90, 98 90 to De La Rosa, 96 92, and 99 89. Uh, Angulo drops to 23 and 5, 18 KOs. Remember, Angulu was fighting on HBO, and he didn't have a visa, so they snuck him across the border from like uh, Mexicali, Mexico. To, uh, and they put him in a car. Remember that? And then they drove him across country. Like a day and a half, he had to fight somebody in, in Florida, and they fought him. They drove him to Florida. He laid in the back of a station wagon for a day and a half because he didn't have a visa to get on an airplane because of that 911 stuff. Woo, yeah. He got lit, lit, got licked, too. Got beat that night. But all the way across country, like 3,000 miles in 18 hours. Man, that's a lot of miles. 18 hours. How can he do that? How can he do Those guys must have been flying. Okay, but and Gulu was in the back, and... And Glue's career has sort of taking a um, a dive since then. I know he's had some good trainers, and he's had different people advising him. But guess what? If the advice was uh, solid right now, they'd advise him to sort of uh, find another job. Speaking of finding another job, Thursday night, man, Juan Manuel Marquez, once a fighter with speed, skills, and a good chin, was KO'd at the Hard Rock by Jesus Cuellar. Uh, Juanma, that's what I used to call him. Dunma, I call him now. 34-5, 31 KOs, been knocked out Five times. Orlando Salido knocked him out twice. Mikey Garcia, Francisco Vargas, and Al Cuellar. Hey, man, it's time for this kid to say goodbye to boxing. I mean, at one time, he had some great, great abilities, but not anymore. Just can't take a punch. He was face-planted Thursday night. In other words, face-first into the canvas. Uh, in a battle for something called the WBA heavyweight title, even though Ruslan Chaganov and Vladimir Klitschko are recognized as WBA heavyweight title claimants as uh, as I speak, There was another WBA title fight Thursday night at the Hard Rock when Louis King Kong Ortiz moved to 22-0 with 19 knockouts with a KO-1 over Latif Andrade, who dropped to 21 with 16 KOs. That was a bit of an upset. And across the pond, give it up! Give it up! For the world 147-pound undisputed champion, I'm talking about Cecilia Brackett. That's right, 26 7 KOs. This young lady took the IBF title from Ivana Habison in Europe last night. Habison came in at 13-1, left at 13-2. Five KOs. Get this. Scores were 190 across the board, meaning a 10-round shutout. And now she is the WBO, the WBC, the IBF, and the WBA welterweight champion of the world. Congratulations. <laughs> she, she solved all those alphabet problems. Nobody can hold all the belts because there's always those conflicts. But brackets did it she proved it was possible congratulations young lady 1-800-878-7529 that's 1-800-878-7529 you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide next up mr opinion himself bob spagnola on ring talk live worldwide
6: late. Your baby is flushed and congested. Do you go to the emergency room, paid your doctor hoping you hear back? No. You're out of refills and your doctor can't see you for two weeks. Do you go without? No. You've broken out in itchy hives and are running a fever, but you're traveling in miles from home. Do you suffer through it? No. You sign up with Doc On Call to make sure it doesn't happen again. Doc On Call will give you immediate access to board certified physicians and registered nurses day or night with one on one video or phone consultations. All consultations are completely confidential and records are immediately transmitted to your physician. Doc On Call is a great backup plan because it allows you to contact a doctor on a moment's notice. Now you can get convenient personal professional medical care whenever you need it. Call now to get started and have a doctor always on call for less than a dollar a day. With Doc On Call, your appointment is when you say it is. Call now. 1 800 996 7722. Now that's 1 800 996 7722. 1 800 996 7722.
7: Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters
8: Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. I'm here, and I'm ready. They're not bring it. 40
4: minutes past the hour, this is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing, The uh, next hour, we're talking MMA, Mixed Martial Arts on these sports byline broadcasting. Two hours of combat sports each and every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, we have the preview show, Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, an hour in which we combine both boxing and Mixed Martial Arts. On the line from Texas, a man who uh, sort of had the scoop on the fight last night when he said uh, yesterday that the referee would play a large role in the fight. In fact, that if Marcos Bidana wasn't allowed to fight in close, there wouldn't be much of a fight. And Bob Spagnuolo, you were 100% right.
0: Well, you know, it was like two choices, Pedro, and uh, obviously that uh, you you've always got a fifty percent chance.
4: No, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, you said you, you said that, that that would take away from the fight the fact that you thought that Kenny Bayless was going to jump in there and stop things because Tony uh, Tony Weeks didn't stop things; he allowed the guys to fight on the inside. And you know, I'll go back to the Roberto Duran uh, Ray Leonard fight in 1980. I remember the Mike Trainer and those guys were screaming afterwards about about Carlos Padilla slapping Leonard's gloves down when he was holding with one hand and things like that. But you know, I think guys should be able be able to allow the fight on the inside, because if you can't fight on the inside and you got lesser skills, you ain't got a chance.
0: Well, listen, uh, you know, let's face it, Padilla, what he did, he was a great referee, but that was a very common tactic for a referee. You know, they can use a voice command. They can, you know, good referees all the time, you know, knock that hand out from the backside and, uh, you know, and they let everybody know what time it is. Hey, fellas, you're getting paid for this. But, uh, listen, you know, when I turn the – when I turned it on and I saw the size of the ring. I mean, you know, it's the golden rule, like we talked about the other day. Those who got the gold make the rules. And when they're certainly concerned about someone, which they were from the first fight, they they did everything that they could to ensure an easy Uh, easier, obviously, uh, evenings work and, you know, and they were, they were successful. I mean, they, they, that ring was, I don't know what size that thing was. It had to be 24
4: feet. The the Leonard, the Leonard ring at the, uh, New Orleans Superdome for the Duran rematch was 24 feet and that was just to the rope. So the ring was a little bit bigger than that. I mean, that was like a backyard. Well, hey, listen, like I
0: said, hey, you know, and and remember when, when Hagler fought Leonard, you know, the Petronellis were so confident. They wanted to fight so much. They re- they agreed to 12 rounds. They agreed to the size of the ring. They. The gloves. You know, how many times, how many times in that fight did Richard say, let him go, Ray. Stop holding him, Ray. Let yep. him go, Ray. Stop, stop over 30 times in the course of a 12 round fight. And so, yep. listen, it's, uh, and it's nothing that hasn't happened before. It's not like a huge hot scoop, but it was. Obviously, the way it played itself out was, you know, he was there for a reason, and he certainly earned his money.
4: You know, Larry Merchant said that maybe we're a little more educated than the average boxing fan because we didn't buy last night's fight. I mean, I didn't, and I wasn't all that enamored with it going in. I thought it would be like a uh, trying to trying to eat a sandwich the second time, like regurgitating it and re- eating a second time. It just I mean, I scored it even the first time, Bob. But it was the most uneventful draw I have ever saw in my life. I didn't want to see it again. I needed pay per view Viagra last night, or boxing Viagra, and I didn't have any, so I didn't get up for the fight.
0: <laughs> well, you got to get that prescription filled. <laughs> but it was—I mean, listen, it. Uh, you know, Mayweather. Uh, listen, I thought the way he, he broke Maidana down to the body was a uh, was—he did real good work down there, ripping him. And, uh, you know, and, and I, you know, at the end of the fight, remember when he said, you know, I just want to go home. I want to go home. You know, I mean, you know, you take a guy like this who's obviously a warrior. We've watched him for years, but you know, the mentality of a fighter when they find themselves being put in there and fighting against two guys at the same time. And listen, it's been overcome before. You know, we've seen referees. Uh, you know, you know, that were very proactive in, in one of the guys, uh, <laughs> that, that were overcome, you know, yeah. but I mean, you know, he didn't have it. Freud's a great fighter and, uh, you know, he, uh, my Donna just doesn't have enough to, to overcome all that. I think they slept on him a little bit the first time and they certainly didn't the second time. And, uh, you know, they were prepared and, and they had all their ducks in a row and, and it was, you know, it was pretty much easy work for them.
4: You know, I brought this up with Larry Merchant. Um, Larry Hazard's back in control of the uh, New Jersey State Athletic Commission. I like Larry. Larry always treated me with class and dignity and respect. I liked him. Even that one time when he, uh, he and I went nose to nose, I wouldn't back down. I was like, I guess I was like 23, 24 years old, maybe 25. And he got funky with me and something like that. We went nose to nose at a Hector Camacho weigh in one morning. And I, from that point forward, we respected the hell out of each other. I think he's a great guy. Now, what's your opinion on him coming back to control New Jersey boxing?
0: Well, listen, let me, I'm, uh, let me get on this thing and figure if it's 380 degrees or 360 degrees or 180 degrees. My dealings with Larry were never very good okay and uh, and I did a lot of stuff in New Jersey. I love Sylvester; he was a class act, but Larry treated me like scum and uh, and i don 't think too much of him so uh, I remember that when I remember that when he and and uh, Bob Lee went to testify. You know, to straighten out the Senate committee that time, they had both of them claiming the fifth in a matter of about two questions. (laughs) But uh, remember that?
4: Yeah, I do remember that.
0: (laughs) But but anyway,
4: that doesn't matter. Hey, here's the the best Bob Lee story I could ever tell was when Bob Lee was in Atlanta, Georgia, and this was before the Holyfield-Bean fight. I think it was a rematch. Yeah, it was a rematch between these two guys, Vaughn Bean and Evander Holyfield in Atlanta, GA. And I was doing the fight for Don King. And I had the, some FBI agent had shown me some videotape of Doug Beavers taking money from Bob Lee. Now nobody had seen this but I. Okay, so I went to Bob and I'm looking at him. Sit, he's sitting on the stage in his chair with a couple other guys, and I'm saying to myself, "Do I tell him?" So I go over to him. I go, "You know, Bob, I, I'd like to talk to you about something personal." He goes, "Oh, Pedro, you can you can say it in front of my friends here." I said, "Okay, you were caught on TV taking money from Doug Beavers," and he went. Ugh. He denied it the snap. But in the meantime, while this was going on, he reached into his pocket, took out two nitroglycerin pills, and popped them both. <laughs>
0: yeah, all right. Well, that's a, he, he, he spoke before he listened. But, but it, listen, those were, you know, I mean, I, I Doug Beavers was a dear friend of mine, and I never paid him anything. I, I wasn't traveling in those circles. But, but it was only guys like Massa Bob and, and Senator they, Kushner? They, you know, when, when they needed something done, you know, they'd come with the blessing. But uh, the, uh, you know, I remember the hairy leg, <laughs> the hairy leg that was exposed on that FBI tape. I'll never forget that.
4: Yeah, the, those FBI tapes were, um, they
2: were you know,
4: how can I put this? I was I was made privy to this because I had provided the FBI with some information on another case. They said, you want to take a look at this? Sure, let me take a look at it. Anyway, they showed me these, these tapes of Bob Lee taking this money, and I, I you know I, I wasn't appalled. I mean, you know, Bob was sort of old school. You figured if there were... Kickbacks going down that Bob may have been involved, you know, back in the day. But um, he went to jail. He didn't drop a dime on anybody. He spent like two and a half years in the pen. He was near seventy years old. He would not. He would not give anybody up. And I was told he wouldn't give anybody up because his son uh, was was given a pass by Don King or something like that. Anyway, the bottom line was he was a man of uh, he was a man of integrity. He didn't I mean, he didn't rat anybody out. He could have ratted everybody out and got off. Yeah. Well, there ain't a lot of that going on, see. No, no, there definitely ain't a lot isn't. Like
0: a lot, ain't a
4: lot of that going on. Hey, I don't know if you know who the Scott Quigg guy is. He's the WBA 122-pound title holder out of Manchester, the U.K. Call him Triple Q. Um, he drilled some hobo by the name of Stefan Dromoy yesterday uh, in Manchester, of course, as for the WBA 122-pound title. I would like to see this 122-pound division get straightened out between Donaire. I mean, between Regano, um Leo Santa Cruz, and this guy, Scott Quigg. I mean, I think that would be a good round-robin 122 has always been a sort of, like, a bastardized division, but but I liked it. I thought it had Wilfredo Gomez, and, of course, one of the greatest fighters of all time, greatest fights of all time, was Gomez and Lupe Pintor. Remember those guys hooking it up for, like, 14? Oh,
0: absolutely. Listen, absolutely. And, listen, you've got to, uh, you know, it was funny that Santa Cruz uh, brought Rigondow's name into the, the mix. Uh, you know, not too many people with any good sense would do that,
1: but
0: uh, <laughs> you know, he's a warrior. And, uh, well, listen, I think he wants to try to get to the next level and you know it seems like uh you know in spite of themselves that well not i I'm, i am saying in spite of Masa Bob, that uh, the golden boys trying to make a few of these matches they talked about canelo fighting on hbo they they they're talking about making a call i'm trying to remember the other match that i heard that golden boy was like the sound of Thanks. and obviously with the quilling against uh cobo well, that that ain't happening but anyway that was a that's a bad example but uh listen it's what people want we're, we're we got to realize you know if we don't start making some of those good fights just like with floyd and uh, and and it was kind of interesting the way that uh, jim touched on that with floyd jim gray of course jim's always trying to hit that hot spot but he you know to uh, here is his guy and his network and he's over there questioning him about the guy from the other network that everybody wants to see the fight
4: kel brook kel brook can he compete with mayweather right now who is it? Cal Brook, the, the kid for the – I mean, the guy just beat Sean Porter a couple of weeks ago at Welterweight. Well, I
0: mean, listen, I think as far as an international star, he certainly brings something to the table. But, you know, as they said, and I was surprised at that, too, the guy that – you know, the, the, the premier Welterweight right now, I think the guy that everybody's talking about is, uh, is you know, Thurman. He Thurman. And uh, – and and you know and I was surprised that they brought his name up in the breath with Floyd because I don't think that that'll happen anytime soon.
4: Do you think though that that he, I think he I think he lacks hand speed. I think the the speed factor. I mean he hits hard and he, and he's a good fighter and he, and he puts his punches together well and I think he's got a good chin. But I just don't know if he's fast enough to to, to make contact. See. I'm of the opinion that when you have fight a guy that has greater skills than you, that you do anything you can to upset the apple cart. What I mean by that is you step on his foot, you hit him in the arm, you hit him in the chest, you hit him on the hip, you hit him anywhere you can, just make contact. You've got to make contact with these guys that have superior talent over you. And I think Mayweather is just that guy. He's got the talent, but in order to throw him off his game, you've got to do something outside of trying to box with the guy.
0: Well, listen, uh, uh, that's, uh, you know, I think we're, we agree on that, but the point is, is Floyd has slowed down some and you know and Thurman is a real good body puncher and you know the thing is is you know just what what Canelo did in the Lara fight that he didn't do in the Mayweather fight was stay downstairs you know hard when he had the opportunity and and that's what, you know, anybody that fights Floyd, you know, Maidana, you know, I mean, he, he he improved his jab a little bit, but he really didn't, uh, you know, for one thing, he just didn't have many chances. He didn't have the chances downstairs this time that he had last time or upstairs because he just wasn't there. And when he was there, they were, they were quick to break him, even just with the one arm being held. But, uh, you know, the, the only way anybody's going to beat him is to break him down downstairs. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that Thurman, you know, he, he doesn't have the, the quickest hands in the whole world, but that's not such a point, uh, for the body. But also, he's, uh, I think he's got a good, good balance and a good set of feet and, and can, you know, with his amateur experience, I know, I think he knows how to cut off a ring, but, you know, you put him in that backyard, like you said, nobody can cut that thing off, but even, with a big ring like that, an older guy like Floyd can't just use that lateral movement the whole time, which he didn't. You know, he he rested, he picked his shots. And you know, that's what a guy like a Thurman has to be able to you know, would have to be able to capitalize on in order to have a chance.
4: Okay. One more question for Bob Spagnola. You've been a manager for three decades now. If Juan Manuel Lopez was your guy and he'd been knocked out five times two of them being face planners and the last one being a face planner Thursday night, would you have any choice but to tell them, like, to find a day job?
0: Well, you know, something Pete be working for fighters, you know, uh, you... You, you know, you might have private conversations with them, but you know, I, I, I try to respect people that, you know, they've been with this guy. They've danced. They've been to the dance. They've made money off him, and to, to get up and, and, and get on a bully pulpit now that it's over with and start, you know, making statements to build yourself up. Uh, you know, that, that's a decision he has to make. I don't know what promoter would want to use him, but unfortunately in this business, we cannibalize our own and, uh, you know, there's always somebody that wants to make a name off of somebody, and, and I don't know what kind of bad financial position he might be in or if it's just an emotional denial that he's in. But uh, certainly, you know, if I was his manager, I'd be having private conversations with him, but I would never call him out on it because I just, you know, I just, uh, you know, have I have a lot of respect for him.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous Bob Spagnuolo, always on point. Bob, say hello to the wife. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Pete. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Birthday segment next up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Twitter.com using the hash mark Ring Talk, R I N G T A L K.
1: 800-296-1360
9: 64. Protective insurance specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After
6: my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem.
9: All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
6: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Birthday
4: wishes to two fabulous people. First and foremost, my producer, Scott Cuddy, turned 29 today. Or is it 39? Anyway, for the 14th time. He is the greatest producer in the history of of radio. I mean, I've never, ever... Had a better person around me in my entire 30 years. It'll be 30 years next week. And without him, we would not be here at this point in time. And Ron Wong, Ring Talk fan number one. He's been with me since the start, man. Long, long time. Ron Wong of South San Francisco. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday to my two people, Scott Cuddy and Ron Wong. Coming up next week in the world of boxing, go the 19th. Unumasa's got a card, of course. Andy Ruiz, the undefeated heavyweight. He's a sort of a fat looking guy, but he can fight. Taking out Sergei Laikovic as a heavyweight bout. That's coming to you from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, in the Celebrity Theater, Saturday, uh, September the 20th, on Unimas Televo Television. There's another sports channel, a sports Spanish channel. is going to have Orlando Salido coming to you from Tijuana. And, of course, Wembley Stadium's got George Groves versus Christopher Robasi with the WBC super middleweight title eliminator. And then, of course, on the 20th as well, Hector Camacho Jr. fighting at middleweight when he was a lightweight. God, his father must be rolling over in his grave, huh? And, of course, NBC going September 20th with a cruiserweight battle. On the NBC Sports Net brought to you by Kathy Duvan Main Events Promotion, September 20th from the Foxwoods Resort Casino. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside look into the world of boxing upcoming on many of these same sports byline affiliates. Ring Talk Live Worldwide delves into the world of mixed martial arts. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, go to the iHeartRadio.com website and download the iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk anywhere you go 24 7. On your smartphone or your tablet. Till next time, much peace, much respect. And don't forget, this is Ring Talk live worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.